Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Get attacked by an angry shark. Stuck up a mountain in the dark. Pushed up the top of a big landmark. Hit by lightning in your local park. Caught in a downpour of acid rain. Struck by a meteor or a train. A proton beam passing through your brain. Attacked by that angry shark again. Hear how they survive. Trampled by a herd of buffalo. Chased with an axe by your new friend Joe. Buried alive in a pile of snow. The worst case Hello. Hi. (laughs) Welcome Welcome. to Worst Case Scenario. The podcast where we tell other people's stories. Survival stories. Yeah, about how they've survived. That started well. It kind of went downhill. The Worst Case Scenario. I thought we were going to do that story thing when you do a word, I do a word. Uh, Just we felt so in sync for just one moment. For one moment in time. I'm out of sorts because there's no loud drop today. It's a weird day. I I walked into the studio and it was just peace. Mm. And that feels wrong. I was only greeted by you and I didn't uh, that I I mean Well no to be fair, I usually walk into the room and find you running around going with a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really hyping him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really encouraging aggression. Almost. I mean, I think he starts it. I don't want to place blame, but I he's definitely. I think you guys he's are more live, toxic together. Actually, he's I think more lively you than I am. Encourage a real chaotic vibe. Mm, I don't um, know. He, I think it chills him out for the rest of the show. He does really chill out during he the does, show. He? It's great. That's yeah, that's yeah. when I love him most. But he's he's not here today. He's no. at the vets getting his balls <laughs> measured. Yes. To then be removed, cut, sliced from his body. Mm. Sorry to any male listeners. That was quite triggering. (laughs) Um, But he's gone, which is actually really annoying because um, I'm doing a fully dog-themed episode today. Oh, my God. The one day. Yes. There's no dog. Oh. Oh, but that would be nice, though, because it'll feel like there is a dog. Maybe this is the best time to do a dog-themed episode. Perhaps. Though I would have really liked to have done it. Too and, loud and then been able to immediately pat a dog. Yes. Because yeah, this yeah, episode, yeah. I promise you, will leave you wanting to pat so many dogs. Oh my god. You're gonna you're gonna be dog yeah. horny oh, dog. Okay. What's what's it when you wanna have a Jesus, baby? What is this story? Dog like Broody. Broody. Okay. Whichever you prefer. Um do you have any dog survival stories? I don't have any dog survival. So my parents have got a dog called Spike. He is a small, fluffy dog. He looks like a teddy bear. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes to the groomers, as most small, fluffy dogs Hopefully do. Hopefully not the same one Loudrop goes to. No. Well, he, he's been through a few groomers because oh. 
And my friend is a vet. She's actually a dog behaviorist. <gasps> so she knows her shit when it comes to dogs. And um, she's made me feel a lot better about this uh, behavior from Spike. Oh, God, what does so he do? So he went into the um, vet, the groomers once and he expressed his anal glands. Uh, Wait, was he meant which, to? Well, apparently that's a fear response. Oh. Um, some dogs just do it. Like, I think Spike just does it quite a lot. Like, okay. he just, like, willy-nilly Well, does we all it. have to do it. I mean, okay. What? We're just talking about pooing, right? No. Oh, what's so, express your anal So, so this is a different thing. What's so, like, it it's like, I don't know, it's like juice that, like, has to be expressed. It's, it smells horrendous. It smells like fish. Like, it is disgusting. So he, like, pees out his butt? Kind of. Kind of. It's like, it's not as much as pee. He's a squirter. Yeah. It's kind of, yes, essentially. Except it smells foul and it's not, he's not having fun when he's doing oh it. Oh my God. Um, but sometimes I think he does just do it randomly. Anyway, so he he did it when he was at the groomers and the groomers rang my mum and were like, you need to come and collect your dog. Uh, he's just expressed his anal glands all over me and I, I, uh, I refused to cut his hair. <laughs> and so my mum had to go and like, but tail like, between her legs it's already happened now exactly and also this cannot be you're a dog groomer this cannot be the only time this happens like surely surely this has happened before anyways so then dog uh dog uh spike was not allowed then back to that groomer. so he's been getting banned he's from been groomers. banned from that groomers yeah. is his picture on the wall i imagine so big line through it <sighs> do not let this dog enter yeah this dog will ruin your day yeah he also, we went to, my brother lives in Vancouver. We went to visit him on Christmas and the dog stayed with my friend Rosa, her mum. And she took the dog round for like a big family party. And there was another dog there. And Spike started humping the other dog to like an extreme extent. And um, Rosa's family found this so funny. Like I got sent so many videos of Spike just humping this dog. And then apparently this dog was like the sweetest dog ever. And then since Spike's visit, this dog now <gasps> humps everything in sight. So oh. he's a very bad influence. He's just... Real yeah. like childhood trauma, doing it yourself later in life. Yeah, or maybe just Vibes. like, hey, this is fun. Maybe try this. Maybe. And then now... Or maybe it's like when the bullies got bullied. Yeah, maybe. And then they become bullies. Yeah. Has that vibe. Yeah. Talking of sexually active dogs, so I borrow Buddy, Mm. a gorgeous sausage dog. I wasn't really like a sausage dog kind of person. Okay. But this dog, he he does it. Like, Mm. he's he's convinced me he's great. Um, And he's he's a dog you're proud to walk down the street. He doesn't attack any dogs. He doesn't have issues with any people. That's good, because sausage dogs can be quite Yeah, like, he's really friendly. You can really trust him. So you're not, like, worried. Mm. But we went... I... A friend, Ellie, had visited from Bristol mm. and I wanted to introduce her to Buddy because I'm so proud of Buddy. I'm mm-hmm. like, look at this dog. Isn't he great? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was wanting him to be on his best behavior. We went to a cafe in the park mm. and he was getting real into this female dog. Yeah. Thing is with Buddy is he does still have his balls, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't actually know how old Buddy is. People always ask me on the walk and I have to be like, ah. He's, he's not my dog. <laughs> I don't like saying he's not my dog though, because usually he's being really cute, and I want to claim him. Right. Um, but anyway, I think it's because he's his owner is a bachelor, mm. and just he just as a man can't cut another man's balls off. Like I honestly right. think that's why. Um, anyway, 
he was really interested in this like girl dog and yeah. it was fine at first because he's not aggressive he's not like annoying he wasn't humping her or anything but he kept sniffing her butt and she was fine at first and then she was like okay fuck off now yeah um Enough's and enough. the and the other dog's owner was there so i was like oh sorry and it, but he wouldn't leave her alone so i was like oh, i'm just gonna pick him up mm. pick him up to mm. reveal the biggest erection wow buddy i've ever okay not i've ever seen that's real yeah. harsh to yeah. any, any boy i slept with <laughs> ever <laughs> this stashion's penis genuinely i didn't know penises could get so big oh my god no but like i've never seen a dog's penis so fully erect like it really came out yeah it was real grower but he was ready to go and then I just showed it to the whole cafe and this other woman whose dog had been following it. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And then it was me like, it's not my dog. Oh, even better. Yeah. Like, now he's nothing to do with me. Now when he's being cute, he's definitely well, my this dog. this is the thing. So later outside the cafe, there was a like school. Um, hmm. So it, it was like teenagers with special needs and mm. um, teachers. Mm-hmm. And Buddy was so good. Oh, okay. Like they'd throw the ball for him. He went and got it. Okay, like they'd good. fuss him. Like... He was like doing real. I was worried, that, and I was like, yeah. "Yeah, this is my fucking dog. This is yeah, yeah, this is mine. You feel free, pet him, have a great time. Mm. Isn't he good? I know we've really, we've really worked hard on him. Mm. And then as soon as he was in that cafe getting an erection, I was like, "This is not my dog. Yeah. I'm not claiming this dog. And yet you're parading his erection around the cafe. What am I meant to do? I, I picked him up, not knowing there'd be an erection. Put him straight down. Put no, him but down then again. He, but then he'd go after the girl again. Yeah. Like genuinely, even on my lap, he was like trying to get down onto the floor to go after this I'd, dog. He was in love. I'd probably hot foot it out the cafe at that no, point. No, but I wanted my coffee. And right. so then, yeah, so I couldn't put him down now knowing he had the erection. So we just had yeah. to kind of wait for the erection to slowly oh, God. go down. Um, and you're still holding him up like Simba? Fully erect? Not Simba, like more of like a... This poor dog, poor buddy. Why poor dog? Well, just because, like, nobody in that vulnerable estate, (laughs) no one should have to be paraded in front of a cafe full of people. But also, as they watch your erection go down. Don't hassle women who aren't interested. She said no. Yeah, okay. Respect that, buddy. And if you can't. I'm sorry. You're going to be sorry shamed what happens next. in front of the not my fault. The patrons, yeah, fair. I do. It's bad though because maybe he is like just a teenager. You know, when boys can't help getting an erection at school. Yeah. But like he doesn't. He doesn't have a belt to tuck it into. Yeah. Everybody knows. Yeah, you're like the teacher who's then gone. Look, everybody. <laughs> He's buddy's got a boner. Look, I was on the female side. I was mm. there to help the woman in the situation, okay. as I always am. Yeah. Lovely. Should we tell a story? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. So, I had a whole story that I was going to do, mm-hmm. but then, hot twenty-four-hour news. Yeah. Uh, Australian man found at sea on boat with dog, and the amount of messages oh my we got inundated. Um, I mean, a lot for us, I guess. Maybe not compared <laughs> to bigger podcasts, <laughs> but like we we got a lot. We we felt. Yeah. A lot of attention. Um, but we can't do that story yet because there's not enough mm. information on it. Yeah. And everyone was like, Abby needs to do this story. It has everything, a.k.a. it has a dog. So I was like, to please the listeners, let's try and find another story oh. with a dog. Okay. And this is it. Amazing. And I am so excited. Mm. I think it's one of my favorites so far. Okay. So. Great. It's Wednesday, 13th of December, 2006. Okay. Uh, Take that, 
a number one in the UK with their song Patience. I remember it. Something our Survivor is going to need a lot of. Okay. Uh, Beyonce dominates the charts in the US with her song Irreplaceable. Oh my God. Such a tune. A word that could be described... No. A word that could be used to describe our loyal companion from this story. And Robin Williams, he's Hello. back. We What's got, he doing? We got some complaints that I forgot to do it the last few I months. did see that, yeah. <laughs> Oopsie, he's back. Robin Williams um, has just starred in a movie called Man of the Year, which I'll be honest, seems like it was a survival of his own career, according to the reviews. Oh, no. Didn't go down well. I was going to say, I don't remember that one. No, neither. But it's it was like... Oh, it had something, it had a terrible rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, dear. I wish I could remember. I think it literally, like, 20, 40, I don't know, real bad. Um, But it's okay, because also, in December 2006, he's about to walk the red carpet for his performance as Teddy Roosevelt in the first Night at the Museum movie. Okay. Which he smashes. Right. So, you know. It's not all doom and gloom. Ups and downs. Yeah. It's a roller coaster. Enjoy the ride. 13th of December was a cold, sunny December day in Utah, though. We're in Utah. Okay. Uh, it's about seven degrees Celsius. Oof, chilly. Don't make me do that in Fahrenheit. I don't yeah. know. Work it out yourselves. Um, when four-time Pikes Peak marathon winner, world champion, adventure racer, and six-time four-sport US athlete of the year, Danelle Belenji set out for a run in the Moab, Utah desert with her hyper squirrel chasing dog, mm. Tasman, Taz for sure. Cute. Okay. What kind? Do we know what kind of dog Taz is? He's a mutt. Oh, love that. He's a mongrel. Yes. Um. So, as a two-time world champion in the extreme sport of adventure racing, this girl is like a beanock in endurance sport. Okay. Big deal. Yeah. Very fit. Uh, likes to push her body. To the extreme. Why? Um, I don't know. I mean, satisfying. Good for her. I guess. Good. good. Um, and she says that, like, she was saying, she's she's quite good at pushing it, but not crossing the line. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's she's a big deal in that world. Yeah. Um, she's a seven-time Ironman triathlon finisher. Jesus Christ. Um, and she actually lived in Colorado, but she frequently used Moab as a training ground. And luckily, Taz the Mutt often got to go along. Uh, He loved to run with her, and sometimes they'd run for a couple of hours at a time. Uh, As a professional endurance athlete, she often went on training runs by herself um, and had done this particular route that she's going to do on this day uh, before. It's one of her favourites. So so she's gone out on this run in the Moab Desert. As you know, Mm. desert, you know, (laughs) gets hot, gets cold. Mm -hmm. Not much. It's very barren. Yeah. Um, two days later, though, Danelle's neighbor, 76-year-old Dorothy, would notice that Danelle's blinds had not been closed and the lights had been consistently on in Danelle's house, even through the night, for like two days now. Everybody needs a neighbor like Dorothy. What, a nosy 76-year-old? Yeah, who's like, do, those, those lights haven't been They're off. They're the ones that are going to notice Nobody else off. notices that, other though, than a Dorothy. You know, um... The horrible murder in Bristol of that the girl mm. um, who, you know, got pizza at Tesco and everyone was like, where is the mm-hmm. pizza? 
um, the guy who actually killed her, because there was the landlord on top, yeah. and then the guy who actually killed her downstairs, yeah. he had like told the police, ooh, uh, upstairs neighbor's guy's car changed direction in the night. And you're like, who notices, who notices? that? Yeah. So maybe Dorothy's In the killer. It. Oh, God. <laughs> Dorothy's hiding something. Because if you notice those things, maybe mm. they're getting too involved in the investigation. Yeah. But no, allegedly, Dorothy is innocent. Okay. <laughs> so Dorothy notices. Um, she looks through the window and can see Danelle's laptop still, like, open on the coffee table. Um, Fucking hell, Dorothy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is getting a bit much now. She sees what she's looking at. She's gone straight to the window. Um, The screen door is propped open. Oh. And the doors are unlocked. So she tries the door. (laughs) Um, Dorothy's just fully breaking and entering now. Basically. But for good. If it's open, if it's unlocked, is it breaking and entering? If you don't have to break to enter. I mean, it's just entering. Yeah. She's just entering. Um... But she's obviously worried. Mm. So she calls Danelle's parents and finds out they also haven't been able to reach her. Uh-oh. So they call the police for a welfare check. Yeah. When the police visit... Well, they don't need to do a welfare check. Well, Dorothy's, Dorothy's kind of done it. Dorothy's already scouted the house out. <laughs> and walked right through the crime scene. Yeah. Like, no. I don't think she <laughs> Trampled went... Trampled over everything. I don't, I don't think she went in. She just, like, tried the door and was oh, like, okay. why is that open? Yeah. Look, let's stop having this Dorothy Wearing her hate, indoor slippers. Right? Yeah. Okay. Dorothy saves the day. Right. Um, when police visit, they find no signs of foul play. It just seems like she's left without locking up. So where... Was Danelle. Yeah. That's got to be sus, though. Who leaves without locking Really up? strange. Although maybe if you go on long runs, you don't want to carry your keys. You don't want them well, jangling as you're running. Maybe this is a regular thing for her. No, maybe- I remove one key and then I put it in, in you know, where they put, like, some padding in a like sports a, bra. Uh, you know, that little hole where yeah. you take it out for a wash. Yeah. Pop a key in there. Oh, okay. It's the only time I'm able to keep anything in my bra. Right. Yeah, so maybe you, maybe you think she's done... She would not. So, like, I, I lock up. I don't... Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not going to give details of when I lock up or not. I think it probably just depends where you live. Yeah. Maybe, I think in certain areas... Well, when you've like, got neighbourhood watch like Dorothy, in I'm like, supposed... In, like, the depths of Devon, they just leave their houses open. Yeah, And true. I find that fucking terrifying. Yeah, that is scary. Um, but anyway, everything's left open. It just looks like she's just left. Mm-hmm. Very strange. Yeah. Um... 35-year-old Danelle and three-year-old Taz um, had headed out for their trail run just before noon on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And it was now Friday. Right. And no one had seen her. God. Um, on a hunch, a detective who knew of Danelle mm. because of her Beanock right, yeah, yeah. status, um, on a hunch, decided to go just check kind of places people parked around local trails. Oh, that's good. Um, and he eventually finds her truck with kayak on top. Because uh, apparently she, after her run, she was going to go kayaking. Oh, my God. This woman. Um, <laughs> how are you just not constantly exhausted? Yeah. Um, so he finds finds the truck um, near the Amasa back trail. And at 1.04 p.m., he alerts Grand County Search and Rescue that Danelle could be lost in the desert. So let's go back to Wednesday. Okay, what, what day are we on now? That was Friday. That was Friday, okay. She went out on a run on Wednesday. They alert search teams on Friday. 
Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we're going back to Wednesday. And we're going back to Wednesday. Yep. Day one. Okay. For example. I'm there. Um, so it's around noon. Uh, and welcome to Danelle's outfit of the day. Ooh. She is dressed comfortably for a short run in silk long, un- long underwear, a water-resistant top, a thin fleece jacket, baggy running pants, a fleece hat, and gloves. Long underwear? Yeah. What is long underwear? I don't know. Like long, long johns? Yeah. Or like a long-sleeved vest and long leggings or something? Right. I've never worn long underwear. I don't know what... Because I... if, it's, if it's cold enough for me to need long underwear, I just won't go. Yeah. But surely in any scenario, you have short underwear as well as your long underwear. Oh, probably, yeah. Okay, so this is like... But like often on outfits of the day, you're not like, I'm wearing underwear. It just seems weird to mention underwear at all. Because it's like, it's for warmth, isn't it? This is Right, so it's like... This it, is what she has on for so warmth. It's, it's like thermals. Yeah, thermals. Right, okay, I'm with you, right. I see. Um, so she drives to the trailhead of the Amasa back trail, mm-hmm. where they found her car. Yeah. Um, parks up. She locks her phone and wallet in her truck before setting out. On purpose? Like... The fact that she was going to do an hour and a half run... No music. With no music is kind of the craziest thing of this she whole hasn't story. Got, she hasn't got one of those little clip-on iPods. No. Jesus. Like, I hope Taz is chatty because... Just alone with her thoughts. I, right? I could not be alone with my thoughts oh. for that long. No, thank you. Like, I need at least one podcast. I can't do any exercise with a podcast. See, I, I only do podcasts. Really? Yeah, because, like, music, I have to keep to the beat and then yeah. and then I, that means i either go too fast or too slow oh i see yeah, and also pe- it makes me start to hate the music because i listen to the same oh. kind of music whereas a podcast is always a different episode it's different yeah it distracts me it's like watching telly i think it doesn't distract me enough yeah from the best is having a chat i like to, i like to run with really? someone and have a chat yeah yeah like do your own podcast i guess that does distract yeah i can see that yeah yeah, yeah. um but she, she was just running in the open air with Taz the dog, who, Old as far school. as I know, can't talk. So, right. fucking mad. Wow. Um, she has a last minute thought before leaving, though. She can't bother to carry her water bowl. So, she grabs a fanny pack, a.k.a. bum bag. Uh, once again. Here it is. Yeah. A very important piece of equipment, as we know, for survival. She's going to run with a bum bag on. I mean, it's quite a small one. It's like a like a waist yeah with belt a with a thing. water bottle in it yeah that's true it was co- I guess it's like probably one of those smaller running water bottles you're gonna bottles. get some bruising after that um but yeah she grabs it so that she can put her water bottle in okay um she doesn't know what's already in it at the time it's just left over in the bum bag from like yeah. a past race okay um so she takes it just last minute on a whim um and sets off as I said she doesn't know it at the time but it contains. Two raspberry-flavoured energy gels, right. two ibuprofen pills, and a shower cap, huh? um, which adventure racers often wear to prevent heat loss. Wow. That is interesting. Yeah. That's a funny image as well. A load of people running around yeah. with shower caps like, on. Ooh, like massive men. Yeah. Like, just with their little and shower my, caps on their in my head, heads. They're those, like, 1950s pink flowery ones. Yeah, could be. Yeah, they are. They, I've decided okay, they are. that's absolutely sure. what they're wearing. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, they're all matching, like little yeah. synchronized swimmers. Yeah, all varying colors, like yeah. pastels. Like a soap and glory advert. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and one article said this one probably saved her life. Mm. So shower cap may be up for the win. Okay. But let's see. Uh, so Moab is famous for being an outdoor mecca. Um, the town is a popular base for exploring national parks, mountain biking, and river rafting. Uh, so that's what the kayak was for, I guess. Um, mm. Despite its beauty, though, it can be hostile and dangerous. And just in the month before Danelle went on the run, two men had fallen victim to it, freezing to death. <gasps> um, and rescuers were often called out to hikers in distress in this area. Okay. But obviously, Danelle has the most experience of this kind of area. Yeah. She's done this route before. If anyone knows what they're doing in this environment, she's yeah. not just a hiker that's going to get lost. No. She's not getting lost. She knows and what she's doing. It is comforting that rescuers know the area and are used to getting out there. So it's not like... For sure. Unfortunately, the route Danelle was doing wasn't on any map. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh... She... Who are these people who need to run new trails uh, or walk new trails? Do the normal trails. Yeah, what we're learning is it does it does get you into a little bit of trouble. Stick to the route the emergency services know. Stick to, stick to the path. Already, yeah. She does it all the time, right? It, it was a 90-minute run, eight-mile trek through Sandy Red Desert. So, like, not a long one for her at all. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, it went through the desert, rock formations. It began on the popular... A massive back trail so that's all right that's quite popular okay um but then it veered off after a few miles into a more obscure jeep trail used mainly by locals known as the minesweeper and then from there danelle would scramble up the side of a hidden canyon and head towards hurrah pass because you've made it <laughs> i mean i don't think you can you can we- you can like save minesweeper what? with hooray path hurrah sorry hurrah if you, path if you will thank you we're just gonna breeze right past that are we yeah because because hurrah she's you've made right. it <laughs> um, you've made it past the mines yeah. don't worry about that um i assume mines aren't st- I, I assume it's more of like a but even a vibe even name, as a even as a vibe name mines. that's a vibe i don't want anyway after the hurrah pass she would uh loop back to a road that led her to her truck that okay. was the route right she was an hour into her run, so had half an hour left of the 90 minutes, mm-hmm. um, with five miles completed and only three more to go when she was hiking up a small canyon to connect to the Jeep trail. So I think this is the Hurrah Pass okay. section. Yeah. I don't know that for sure, but that's from, but from can, hearing that route. Yeah, I feel, I feel like Minesweeper isn't the issue. Okay. I think Hurrah Pass gave some false oh, promises. I see. Um, so she's hiking up a small canyon to connect to the jeep trail that would complete her loop and almost at the top her foot suddenly hits some black ice on the steep slope and her feet slip out Mm. from underneath her Mm. next thing she knows she's sliding straight down an icy rock face rapidly picking up speed and out of control she hits a series of ledges on the way down oh my god it becomes steeper and steeper and then overhang Fuck. She free falls. Different things in different articles. 20 to 40 feet. <gasps> she finally slams into a two foot by two foot. Two foot? Two feet? Either. Whatever. Either or do. Um, square ledge. 60 feet below from where she first fell. 
um, above another sheer drop. The pain was excruciating and she lay there for a minute in shock. The wind knocked out of her and is immediately worried she might be paralyzed. She tries to stand up, but she can't. She doesn't know what's wrong, but her lower torso just won't support her weight. She later finds out that on impact, her pelvis has shattered. Fucking hell. Three of her vertebrae were fractured and her sacrum was split down the middle. Uh, The sacrum is just above your tailbone at the base of the lumbar vertebrae um, and connects to the pelvis. Yeah. Um, So nothing but soft tissue connected her legs to the rest of her body. What the hell? How is she getting out of this? Okay. She knows she has to get out of the canyon. Yeah. ASAP. This is bad. But she's... In a thousand square miles of barren, uninhabited wilderness, she hasn't told anyone where she's going. And as we know, she didn't have her phone with her. Oh my god. Oh my god. So she decides to try and move to Pop a location. Put that in the bum bag next time. Like, what, phone? Just, yeah. If yeah. you're going to take the bag, if you, like, thank god she decided to take the water and not leave the water. Thing is, is I don't take a phone when i'm running with someone but then you have someone else yeah but yeah you got running hope... on your own without a phone i think oh is is quite bad risky. i think you should so always risky. take a phone with you um so basically what she decides to do is try and move location to somewhere where she's more likely to be discovered that's kind of her only hope is someone kind of like happening upon stumbling her. upon it yeah um by this time taz has managed to find his way down to her so she knows there is a way out. Right? Oh, amazing. Because she's fallen down. He was up but in the But he's path. climbed. But clever little doggy yeah, yeah, has found yeah. a little route down. So she knows there's a way out. So she uses Taz as a guide, following where he goes along the shelf um, and down to the bottom of the canyon. So obviously her legs, she can't, yeah, how can't lose her legs. So she drags herself um, with her arms. Wow. She drags herself. Her endurance training of like got to keep moving, uh, keeps her going. Basically, she's fueled entirely by endorphins and adrenaline. Okay. Like, adrenaline Mm. is just... Pumping. Getting Like, she's not really feeling much pain because Mm. of the adrenaline, and she's just dragging herself. Um, Okay. But it's, like, slow, obviously. So something that took her, like, two minutes to run up... Yeah. ...is taking her hours now... Yeah. ...to drag down. Uh, when she makes it to the bottom, uh, her plan is to drag herself all the way back to the truck. But her adrenaline is now wearing off and it takes all her energy to drag herself just an inch. Oh my and the pain is so bad, she has to regroup after every move. Oh. Um, so energy wearing, she now checks the waste pack, the little bum bag. Yeah. Um, she takes two of the ibuprofen tablets. That'll do you it. You would. Straight down, straight down. That's all, all that's in my head is my mum being like, you can't take it without a bit of yeah. food. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I'm not on an empty stomach. Um, oh, that's not touching the sides. To be fair, I, I was actually laughing, being like, so that's not true. Actually, I did take ibuprofen once on an empty stomach and I vomited. Really? It was awful, yeah. I like really got taught a lesson there. I was like, oh, that's true. Yeah, don't do that. It's, yeah, it gives you stomach ulcers, doesn't it? It was awful. Yeah. It was so bad. Um, but also in the bum bag, is one of those raspberry energy packs. Oh, yes. So she has a little bit of that. A little bit of energy, a little bit of sugar. Nice. Um, Get that ibuprofen down, yeah. 
and she tries to keep crawling through sand, brush, and snow. So there is some snow. Um, Her screams echoing through the canyon as she drags herself along. Eventually, she reaches a flat rock near a tiny puddle filled with water. But when I say tiny, they usually are. Oh yeah, (laughs) sorry, like a tiny like sinkhole, like hole. Okay, that has a puddle in it. Right, I think that's what I meant when I wrote that down. Right, (laughs) Um, and she decides to rest for a moment. It was now six p.m. And it had taken her five hours to crawl just a quarter of a mile. It was getting dark um, and she couldn't see where she was going. Mm. Her hands are frostbitten. Oh my God. She looks down the edge of the rock. Oh God, yeah, because it's December. Yes, it's December. Fucking hell. Um, she sees that it's a four foot drop. So this is like not the route to safety. Yeah. So she lies on her back on the rock face and decides to stay by the puddle. For the night. Yeah. Um, is she drinking from the puddle? Is that why she's staying near the puddle? She's just about to, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, it's a water source. Yeah. Um, her only comfort is Taz's constant companionship oh. through all of this. He doesn't go anywhere. Of course he doesn't. He's oh. a good boy. He's such a good boy. And she also knows that like, if any wild animals come, Taz is there as protection. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll have a go at them. Yeah. Um... So she drinks the last of her water bottle, because she does have a water bottle. Yeah. Um, puts her hands between her legs to keep them warm. But now dehydration is a worry. Yeah. Um, and she decides that parasites from the dirty water is better than no water at all. Mm. So she refills her bottle from the puddle, but like kind of unable to move. She has to kind of like reach blindly. She can't see what she's doing. Oh, God. So she kind of reaches blindly, either behind her or kind of to the side of her, um, and kind of uses her bottle cap as like a scooper to try and get water into, because the puddle's quite small. Yeah. So she tries to like scoop water into the water bottle with the cap. Okay. Um, and, it, and she said that it was really difficult to get water in the bottle or her, and that there was a lot of silt in it. Oof. Um, she limits her water, though, because she knows if she drinks too much, she'll have to urinate. Yeah. Um, and in her condition, she'd have to wet herself. And then she's cold. And then, well, there we go. And then the moisture would then freeze on, like, her yeah. skin and her clothes. And it would make her more likely to freeze to death. Yeah. Um, so, like, only pure willpower has stopped her from peeing already. Jesus Christ. So, like, these are my least favorite things. Cold Having... and needing to pee. Yeah. I mean, that long underwear, that's retaining some moisture for sure. Mm. If she has to, if she has to wet herself, she's fucked. Maybe a nappy could go in the survival kit. <laughs> Can you fit a nappy in a bum bag? For sure. Do you think so? Yeah. I cannot. Do you know I how big nappies tell are... you how great a bum bag is? Nappies are quite big. Yeah, but you can roll them up, especially if they're for adults. You can you can Marie Kondo them. You know, really roll okay. them up, small, pop them in. Yeah. Pop them in an inside pocket. I do I'd believe... still go the phone. I think I'd go the phone over the nappy. Oh, I never said you had to take the phone out to put the nappy in. Oh, okay. I was, just, I was just suggesting more. Both. Let's have a phone and a nappy. Phone and a nappy. Okay. Um, okay. So we're on night one now. That was day one. Mm. Night has fallen. Uh, as the night went on, the temperature drops to around minus five degrees. Mm. Um, and Danelle's worried about hypothermia. She describes it as like lying in a freezer. Yeah. And her feet are beginning to get frostbite. Um, 
She didn't want to fall asleep, knowing that if she did, she probably wouldn't wake up. So despite her injuries, can you, what do you think she does to stay warm? Cuddles the dog? No. She does but jumps up and down? sit-ups. Oh my god. Oh my god. So I mean crunches. So she can only lift her head a few inches. Like she can't use her torso. Yeah. Um, but she does crunches, lifting her head only a few inches up and down over and over again to keep her core temperature up. That's so clever. Mm -hmm. I would never ever think to do that. She's an endurance lady. Oh my god. I just, I just, I've written, can you imagine being in this situation and then you've got to do sit-ups? Awful. Like, well, I've got some time to kill. Might as well And like, at first, I was like, okay, that's a good idea. Like, it sounds bad, but I didn't really take into how bad that sounds. Yeah. Until I watched the documentary and they kind of really went into the sit-ups and they said, um, basically, she starts to fatigue and then is like, I need to find a pace that I can keep up the whole night so she forced herself to do one sit-up every five seconds that's that is outrageous i was like that's a normal pace yeah <laughs> when she's like i need to like find a pace i can keep i was what like was that's my normal how quickly was she sit-upping um God. so every five seconds for the entire night she does a sit-up um she does get some heat from Taz snuggling, mm, like you said, mm. which is nice. Um, but he can't actually get too close to her because it hurts her if he, like, puts any weight on her, like, injuries. Dogs are so good, though, at recognising, like, when you're sad or in pain or something mm. and then adjusting to it. Yeah. Exhausted and freezing, she has no choice but to stare up at the night sky, which was full of stars. Uh, she said the shooting stars would have been beautiful had I been there by choice yeah (laughs) okay so day two okay light has returned she appreciates the warmth of daylight and is is cheered by the presence of Taz one article was like she was like cheered by Taz playing with a stick but I only saw that in one so Mm -hmm. I I don't know how seriously Taz is taking this situation (laughs) I'm not sure (laughs) Um, but like obviously nice to have him there yeah but by day two he is growing restless now He spends the day running off and returning, um, each trek seemingly longer than the last. So he kind of disappears for a bit. He's like Lassie, off to look for for help. Sorry. Well, she doesn't know what he's doing. She thinks he's just kind of like, yeah, I don't know, enjoying himself. (laughs) Um, He's running off. He's coming back. He's checking on her. He's running off again. Okay. He could just be bored. She allowed herself a little more of the energy gel. She tries to get more water from the puddle, but the puddle is now frozen over. So she has to break the ice with her bottle cap. Having survived the night, she still intends to now drag herself to the truck. Okay. But when she goes to move... Do we know how far away from the truck she is? Three miles. Oh, okay. (laughs) Right. Um, But also that is kind of... Because she was going up a hill to a road that connected back to the truck. Yeah. So that's up. Oh, three miles uphill. Yeah. Or five miles down. Oh, God. What are that's you doing? where she what is. What are you choosing? Three miles up or five miles down? I mean, I don't know if you have a choice. I think maybe up is impossible. I mean, I'd try three miles up. If your bum is broken, because mm. like sliding down, like think, you know when you like fall on your bum and then you get like winded? Yeah. Because you like yeah. hurt Actually, maybe that I'd bone try at up. the bottom of your, like, 
Yeah, that's definitely the same. I, I well, obviously, you know, when you hit your I imagine elbow. that's Ooh. like a fraction of what she's yeah. going through. So the idea of going down, you'd have to go down face first. Oh yeah, maybe. you have to do face first. She's dragging with her arms. Okay, on her on her tummy. But she's chosen up. Um, she currently hasn't gotten that far. Any, oh, okay. Any she, which way direction? Right, okay, okay. Um, I think she attempts up and then she attempts down. She's just, oh. she's just trying. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, all she did was just get out of that really precarious spot she was in. Yes. So she's still intending to drag herself to the truck. I'm not sure which way. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she goes to move, she experiences horrendous pain throughout her body. She now can't move at all. Um, oh even the slightest motion brings unbearable pain, a pain she couldn't describe. And she realizes it's because the adrenaline has now completely worn off. And the ibuprofen. And the ibuprofen. That was definitely doing a lot. Yeah. What's worse is she now has a headache. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And her period pain is the worst. So now she's stuck. She's in a lot of pain. And she said the mental pain of feeling stuck was just as bad as the physical pain. Oh, God. She she said in the um, thing I watched, she was like, I would have rather had six people around me hitting me with a hammer than like be just trapped on my own. Wow. (laughs) She also started to feel some inflammation in her midsection. Uh, It was soft and squishy. And if she moved, the whole jelly roll moved like a water balloon. It wasn't just inflammation though. What Danelle doesn't know is when her pelvis shattered, her pelvis has severed blood vessels in the pelvic cavity and she's been internally bleeding this whole time fucking hell yeah so she thinks her greatest risk is hypothermia Mm. but actually the cold is what's keeping her alive because it's slowing her metabolism and lowering her (sighs) blood pressure so she's not so it's slowing the internal bleeding oh okay how mental is that that's crazy she spends the next 10 hours screaming for help Oh. As is the way in December, darkness comes quickly mm. and the sun disappears. Night two. So she stays in the same spot, does she? That For the second day. Okay. The canyon once again becomes freezing cold. Um, this is when she sees the shower cap mm. from the fanny pack. It's a few feet away. Um, and knowing... See, this is where there's differing things of when she's able to drag herself again because... I think it wasn't till morning, but mm. then this said this happened at night. But she does apparently manage to drag herself. <laughs> You've decided it wasn't till morning, but the well, I think, evidence is no, saying. No, no, no. So <laughs> the first hand account yeah. didn't mention this. Oh, okay. But it was in a like article. Yeah. So maybe she just missed it because it's an interview. Mm. Like it's just what you say on the day. Mm. And then maybe in a more in-depth article. Or maybe the article's wrong. I don't. Which, I which do you trust yeah, more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in her in-person one, day two and night two, she just doesn't move. She doesn't move. Okay. But here it said that she did drag herself two feet to get the towel cap. Yeah. Okay. Who, who knows? Right. Either either way, it's not very far. No. Um, shower cap's on. Yeah. She's staying warm. Uh, that night, she can't see the stars that she previously saw. Just long white stripes in the sky. Uh, she knows she's probably hallucinating and her body is shutting down. Oh, no. Uh, she was losing a lot of blood internally, as we know. Are they not just clouds? What? No. No. 
No. In the desert? She's seeing, like... Do you like... park in the desert? I sound really dumb now, don't I? Basically, no. It's like but her she's... vision... It's like, um, you know when there's white light and they just turn into, a, like, a line? Right, okay. It's like it's cut, like an old school video. Yeah. Like VHS. Yeah. So it's, like, cutting out. I'm yeah. Like, okay, like, static. Um... Because later she starts to lose vision, so it might also be to do with that. Uh, Either way, her body's shutting down. Yes. And what she's seeing isn't what's is Isn't real. Okay. Yeah. The night felt longer and colder than the last one. Her frostbite was growing, and the bulge of internal hemorrhaging in her midsection was growing. Taz's behavior changes on this night. Oh. Um, he's not kind of his happy-go-lucky himself. He's getting concerned. Um, he knows something's off. Yeah. And he doesn't snuggle her. He lies away from Danelle. <gasps> and Danelle thinks that perhaps her screams throughout the day have scared him. Or he just or doesn't understand what's going on. And he's just like, why aren't, what, what's kind yeah. of more alert? Like, let's go home. Yeah. Either way, she notices a change in his behavior. And like, he can, he can really tell something's off now. Yeah, yeah. But it means that she doesn't have the warmth of him cuddling Next her. Mm. Um, she keeps up her crunches. <laughs> sit-ups once again um she keeps it up she t- the little tapping on the rocks as well she said like this night she got the sleep monsters where like just really wanted to just go to sleep um oh, give up yeah but she kind of had a voice urging her to keep tapping and so she did and after the incident she said she didn't know what that was um she isn't particularly religious but she says as far as i'm concerned i'm going to be the best person i can and i'm okay without an answer yeah um and thanks to her physical fitness and pure willpower, she survives another night when others wouldn't survive even one. Yeah. I mean, just staying awake that long yeah. is so hard. Yeah. Let alone internally bleeding, your pelvis yeah. is shattered. It's been two days and two nights now. And you're freezing cold. And you're freezing cold. Um, she won't survive another, though. Oh, okay. Do you know, like, she survived two nights. Yeah. Third, it's Friday it's now. Good. It's right? Friday now. Dorothy's seen that she's out. She's had a nose around the house. <laughs> she's <laughs> rifled through the cupboards. <laughs> she's taken what she wants. Yeah. And then she's called the police. She's seen it like what streaming channels they've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, day three. Mm-hmm. As we know, I mean, Dorothy hasn't discovered it yet. Well, actually, maybe she has, but they haven't called the search yet. Oh, this okay. that that wasn't till one o'clock. Yeah, Dorothy's still in the house. At this so point. Dorothy's just kind of like something's off at the moment. Yeah, um, what's in the top drawer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, her kitchen's at the front of the house. That's yeah, strange. looking right through that bedside cabinet. I love finding out other people's layout. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're like you have a bedroom downstairs. That's so weird. Yeah, like as soon as your neighbor's house goes up for sale, I'm there. Straight on. I'm looking inside. Straight on, right move. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, basically, knowing she's not going to survive another night, she has no choice but to try to move again. Mm-hmm. Even though it's the worst pain she's ever experienced in her whole life. There's no adrenaline. There's no mm-hmm. ibuprofen. She's like, what? I think the situation is coming to her that she's in the middle of nowhere. She's no one knows die. where she is. Yeah. She's going to die. Yeah. Um, so, at first light, she tries to move again. And with the most terrible pain she'd ever experienced, she rolled over face down and once again started to drag herself. Uh, she tried to get up over a ledge, so she tried to go up, yeah. um, but couldn't make it. So then she tried a lower route, but only made it three inches. Oh, 
God. Before she ended up stuck in just like a dent in the rock. Like it wasn't even a hole. It was just like mm. the rocks going in just slightly different directions. Um, and she can't get out of that. Uh, she also knows she can't drop herself down because she'd just hurt herself more. And then she wouldn't be able to drag herself out the canyon before she died because at this rate, it was going to take several days of dragging. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so for the next three hours, she drags herself back to the little hole with water in. Oh my God, going backwards. Yeah, because she she's going back to the water. Oh. Like, she's like, I'm not going to make it out. I you can't drag myself out. You just know you're going to die then, don't you? Basically, like, at this point. I can't believe she, she could be asked to drag herself back to the puddle. Yeah. Like, fair play. Yeah. Because I'd just be like, well... Clearly, I die here then. If I can't, if I, I I'm not like, going to drag anywhere. I mean, to be fair, I wouldn't have made it to the I feel like this should be place. your catchphrase, just like, I die now. I would have died. I die here. I die here, <laughs> right here. Um, hyperventilating and losing vision, she lies back on the rock and cries. Yeah. Be- beginning to lose hope. She, she kind of starts to accept oh, God. her fate now. She hasn't peed in two days. Fucking hell. Um, but she can no longer hold it. And it drains out onto her clothes. Um, her body's shutting down and she knows that ch- the chill's going to get her soon. <laughs> um, she's accepted she can't get out of the canyon on her own, mm. right? Someone's going to have to come find her. Yeah. So in like a last ditch attempt, she says to Taz, go get help. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Maybe don't wait till day three to to ask Taz for help. Yeah, well, I think she I says, but I guess like dogs aren't trained in go get help. Like no. they're, they're trained in sit. I think you'd you'd give fetch. it a go though. Early doors, I would have given that a go. Well, when he was playing with the stick, I probably a... would have been like, "Hey Taz, put the stick down and fucking go and get some help." <laughs> hey, that is that's a legend. The stick is a legend. It was only oh, one okay. article, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I guess she's an endurance lady though. And like first day, she mm. thought she could drag herself out because she was on a she was on adrenaline. Yeah. And I think I think until now she kind of she said in the documentary I should have realized earlier kind of the situation oh, okay, I good. was in. Yeah. Like she was like I should have realized earlier like I'm in the middle of nowhere. It's fucking freezing. To be fair like, though, I feel like with a lot of these stories, you need a, some denial like mm. to, in order to get you through because if you like with Ricky McGee if he hadn't have thought I'm going to get saved today yeah. today's the day I'm going to get saved like you would have you would give up and yeah. you would die so much sooner so, so yeah maybe so you I do think, have to think that you can do it yourself and I, you can I get think she thought it. she could I yeah. think she thought she'd be able to drag herself to the truck yeah. or someone would find her right and it's kind of not until now that she's like no one runs in December. I'm, this is death. Yeah, there's this no is, one here. This is yeah. it. So she says, she says to Taz, please go get help. She says, he's just a dog, um, but I was desperate for help and would try anything I could. And right. she said that she does, like, she did tend to talk to Taz like a human. Who doesn't? Exactly. Actually, I don't talk to any humans. Like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> God, that really <laughs> spiked in my uh, <laughs> headphones. If, if Loudrop was here, he'd be loving it. Oh my God. Basically, she knows by sending Taz away, she's like, go. Yeah. She knows that she could also, this could mean that she has to die on her own because she sent the dog away. Yeah, yeah. But he does, he turns, he leaves. He was like, roger that, I'm off. She yells out, someone please notice I'm missing. Please help. She'd actually met a nice guy 
just the week before she'd left for Moab mm. and she was excited to see him again. Uh, the hope of that kind of special relationship was gone. She oh. thought of all the things she'd done and had yet to do, all the small things she'd never enjoy again and depression yeah. hit her hard. The warmth of the sun was a welcome relief from the cold, um, but she'd been awake now for over 60 hours and the fatigue is overwhelming. She takes some deep breath and she thinks about falling asleep so she can die before the cold of the third night, which would make for a more painful death. So for the next two hours, she kind of lies preparing for death. Um, oh, God. She hears a sound which gives her a hint of hope that it might be a helicopter, but the sound left, no helicopter. She thought about how two days ago she had told her friend that she'd call him back after her run. Mm. So she had told someone she was going on a run, just not where. Uh, she thought about her house with blinds left open, the lights still on, her computer on the on the table, her screen door propped open so Taz could use the doggy door. That's why that was open. Ah. And she hoped her neighbour Dorothy would notice. She's like, if anybody's going to notice, she hadn't come it's going to be Dorothy. Um, her truck was left parked and her phone's message machine would have been full, which it never was. And so surely someone would notice. And as we know, Dorothy had. Yeah. Um, her car had been found. The rescue team has now assembled. Great. So they're assembling equipment for the search and going over their plan of action when they see a dog. It's Taz. As we know, up until now, Tal has been, Tal? Taz has been running up and down Looking for the canyon. Yeah. Um, checking on Donnell every mm. so often. And every time Taz disappeared, what he was doing was running back the five miles to the trailhead they'd started at looking for help. Oh, clever boy. And then coming back to check on her. Um, and he'd continuously done this for three days despite himself not having, having eaten. Having no food, yeah. Um, God, dogs are amazing. Amazing. They? So thinking this might be Danelle's dog, the rescue team are a bit worried because they think a dog would never leave their master if they still had a pulse. Like the guy was like, I have a dog. And mm. like, if I was still alive, the dog would stay with me. Right. So they're a bit worried that they're seeing the dog yeah. and no Danelle. Um, they want to identify him, make sure it's Danelle's dog, but he runs in circles and doesn't allow any of them to catch him. They find this, yeah, because he's like, come on, guys. Yeah. But they find this really strange because he doesn't want anything to do with them. And they're like, why, why isn't he coming up to someone being like, food, give me food, right? Yeah, because um, he's got a job to do. Well, exactly. So they send a few, they, they're like, they can't ditch their already existing plan because of protocol. Like they do have to stick to the search yeah. plan. Mm. But they send a few people kind of up the trail Taz has come from just in case. They're like, you go have a look up there and, yeah. we'll, and we'll keep going with what we're doing. Yeah. Um, but once Taz knows he kind of has enough of their attention, he suddenly then darts back up the path towards the canyons, almost like he knew he'd attracted enough attention, said one of the rescuers. It was like, he was just like running about. Yeah. One article said he'd started running towards town. Like, he needed to pick up a few bits, I don't know. Yeah. And the rescues are like, so they thought that was strange, that yeah. he was going away. But then like, as soon as he kind of had worked out, everyone was, was on, was on yeah. him and following him, he was like, cool, and then Let's darted get. in the other direction. Um, but basically he runs off so quickly, they can't keep up. But they know he's going to pass the search team they've sent ahead. Yes. Um, and they were all on terrain vehicles. Yeah. Also known as an ATV. That's what I'm going to call it from now on. Okay. And so they quickly radio them to like follow that dog. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Taz quickly passes the ATV of Bago Gayheart, an Eagle Scout and frequent rescue volunteer. Thank okay. you for asking. An Eagle Scout yeah. is the highest achievement of rank, uh, sorry, highest achievement or rank attainable in the Scouts BSA program of Boy Scouts of America uh, <laughs> since its inception in 1911. And only 4% of Scouts have earned this rank after, le- after a lengthy review process because most people quit Scouts after the age of 14. As I was gonna say, I didn't know they let 13-year-old boys drive ATVs, but that's no, no, good. adult man. Oh, okay. Well, that's who you want saving you. Oh, yeah, preferably. Definitely. Yeah. So Bego is an absolute hero. So yeah. he got sent earlier... And he knows how to find tracks. Of course he does. He's got the badge. He knows. He's fucking He's ultra scout. That. Yeah. Right? Um, and he finds dog prints. Yeah. That are like two days old. Okay. And he also finds some human prints. He can diagnose how, how old they are as well. Well, as in like, I think like in the sand, you can tell how fresh they are. Right. And he finds some human prints that could be Danelle. Right? Yeah. Taz runs past Bigo mm. and then like disappears mm-hmm. and the terrain starts to get much more treacherous. So Bigo has to slow even at risk of losing the dog. But he's like, I am going to try and keep following. I yeah, have, you can't have two I have a vibe about this dog. Yeah. But I need to slow down. So back to Donnell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's afternoon now and Taz returns from his longest journey yet. Mm. wagging his tail his demeanor has suddenly completely changed it actually makes her really sad because she sees this really happy Mm. dog that she loves 
having a great time and she's like you should be miserable i'm i'm about to die well more just like i'm sense the room i'm not <laughs> read, read the room taz read the canyon yeah um but that she's like this is i'm not gonna see him again yeah 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 i'm losing this dog yeah, and i love him so much um he also runs straight to the little puddle and begins drinking rapidly suddenly He's suddenly like, blah, 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 blah. He's probably been like leaving the puddle to her before now. So he's like, he's like, big drink. And she's like, Taz, like, that's kind of my only source of water. Like, can you find another puddle? Yeah. (laughs) Um, You can run all over this place. I've just got this one puddle. Yeah, she's like, can you just leave this one, please? Um, But she kind of doesn't say anything. She just pats him. Mm. Um, And, you know, she's she's given up. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you a little just history of her and Taz. Like, despite never having had time for a dog before with all her very adventurous commitments. Mm. Uh, Danelle had always really yearned for canine companionship and kept her ear close to the ground for like a good candidate. Um, And in 2003, in the middle of a busy summer, she drove two hours to a rescue facility north of Denver and said it was love at first sight. She said she picked him out because he was really energetic. Perfect. And that's like perfect for her. Um, And like she said that she kind of like loved him and then another lady was like petting him and she was like bitch that's my dog get your hand off even my though dog. she hadn't adopted yet yeah. she was like that's my dog <laughs> that you're playing with and so then when the lady left she like grabbed it and was like this this dog now Aww. um and yeah it was love at first sight when she laid eyes on a 10 week old mutt part of a litter that had been rescued from a kansas farm mm-hmm. um during their first year together uh she took taz on long walks and trips to the lake as he got bigger, they started running and hiking together, eventually covering as much as 15 miles at a time. Wow. Um, and occasionally hiking to the summit of one of Col- Colorado's 14,000 foot mountains. Um, he had brought her so much joy and laughter since rescuing him since rescuing him three years before, and that was about to end. Uh, she thought she would die and never see him again. But then she heard an aeroplane. Mm. So she raises her arms just in case, by chance. Yeah. That's whoever it is might see her. The airplane circled and then returned, this time lower, and then circled again. And then she heard the sound of an engine. An ATV engine. Yes. The sound got closer it's the Boy Scouts and of closer. America. It's the Eagle Scout. Strangely didn't fly in, to be honest. Yeah. Um This, like, reawakened her body. Suddenly, hope is back. Mm. She's fully alert again. The engine stops, though. And she's like, what? And if you go back to Bego's point of view, Mm. he's driving down this, like, treacherous path, and he hears a shout. Because she's shouted out. Yeah. So he stops and gets off. Basically, she just starts, like, begging. She's like, whoever you are, please help. Like, I need help. Yeah. And then she hears from the base of the rock ledge, I'm here for you. Oh, what a relief. So, Bego found her at 3.38 p.m. So this is 52 hours after her fall. Yeah, that would make sense. Alive and on her back with Taz's snout on her chest. She said, I'm so glad to see you, as she wept. And he said, I'm so glad to see you too. Not Taz, Bego. Yeah. Uh, And Taz suddenly spoke. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The hallucinations got real. Oh, my God. Um... Considering her injuries, he couldn't believe that she was still conscious. Uh, Taz wagged his tail and sounded a whimpering cry of joy as he licked Bago's hand. Oh, he's so thank you. And Bago quickly wrapped Danelle in a warm sleeping bag, putting her hands in heavy gloves and radioing the team. 45 minutes later, just before dark, a helicopter arrived. 
due to the weather and rapidly fading light, mm. so we're going into night again, mm. um, the chopper had a very narrow window of time before it would be impossible to oh rescue her via airlift. And a snowstorm of was... Of course, uh, there's a snowstorm coming. Predicted, what's the word? Like, not Forecast. Forecast. <laughs> um, but they find a landing spot and Danelle's given a second chance at life. She was taken to St. Mary's Hospital and then flown from there to Denver Health, uh, like I said, during a brewing snowstorm, so terrible turbulence. But Danelle oh. had drugs. Finally. <laughs> She's got more than ibuprofen so on her it's fine. She was like, it was like having three glasses She's of like, wine. She's like, take another lap yeah. <laughs> she, she was like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> Go again. Um, she later... I'm skipping ahead, but mm. she later gives birth to both her sons in that first hospital she was taken to. No painkillers. Um, and despite being induced, she was able to have both of them naturally despite her injuries. Though, this is going to be gross, her second son got stuck on her tailbone. Fucking hell. Which was sitting a little differently because of the yeah. accident. And they had to shove the tailbone out of the way. <gasps> I don't like any part of that. No. Nothing. They thought they'd broken her tailbone, but it was okay. Um, Not again. Don't know. break it again. Like, well, she didn't actually break her tailbone. She bro- broke her sacrum. Was that yeah. the thing? Just above the tailbone. Right. Um, and before she had those children, mm. she married their father. And can you guess who that was? Was it the guy that she just met just before she went for the run and she had a good feeling yeah, about? It was oh. the very man that she'd been on a date with just before her accident. Wow. But let's back to her initial recovery. Yeah. Um, she'd lost nine kilograms of her body weight and a third of her nine blood volume. Kilos. Yeah. Um, she was told that most people would have died in the first 24 hours with the injuries and blood loss she'd sustained. Yeah. Hi, that would be me. Yeah. Straight away. Yep. Uh, they do like emergency trauma surgery on the internal bleeding and then she has a six hour surgery in which doctors reconstructed her pelvis with a titanium plate and a screw in the left side of her pelvis um when they first reveal her feet they're all black yeah with frostbite but over a few days the color returns she keeps her feet wow that's so lucky um now while she's taken to hospital taz can't go to hospital Taz is taken home with the officer that was in charge of the rescue because he doesn't think it's fair for Taz to have to go to an animal shelter after his heroic effort. Uh, Agree, yeah. Yeah. Um, And word obviously began to get out about Danelle's amazing survival. Mm. Um, But she wasn't keen to do the press tour at first. She she wasn't a press tour. But Taz was like, come on, we can make some big bucks here. Well, it wasn't until the popular morning show, the Today Show, said they wanted to interview her with Taz and Danelle hadn't seen Taz since she was airlifted out of the canyon several days before, so then quickly agrees. Oh, so they're interviewing her from hospital? Yeah, she's still wow. in the hospital, and she hasn't seen her dog. And they're like, we want to do an interview where we'll bring Taz so in. So the only way she gets to see her dog yeah. is if there's a film crew there. <laughs> Basically. So she does an interview with the Today Show in the hospital lobby, and then at the end of the interview, she's reunited oh, with Taz. Oh my God, I bet that's amazing footage. And it makes for a very emotional scene. And then after the film filming apparently i never trust anything that's only been in one article but i fucking love this and i want this to be true okay. taz went home with danelle's sister but he escaped that night and went back to the hospital oh, of course he did <gasps> oh, i love this dog okay what a good um, boy her hospital stay lasted 15 days she was then in a wheelchair for three months they were kind of like not sure if she'd be in a wheelchair forever um 
she had nightmares at first but now just describes them as dreams every now and then she doesn't yeah. she doesn't think she, she doesn't have ptsd um but she does have like dreams where she'll kind of like nearly fall or whatever but now she can wake up with the perspective of knowing that everything's fine now uh she gradually went around with a walker, then crutches, then a cane, and then five months after her accident, she put, took part in an adventure race. She had to walk. Yeah. But apparently, she still won it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> um, cards and gifts. How, what the hell? That, how is that possible? I don't know. I guess, like, an adventure race. Is it about speed? Is it, like, torture? like the hair? Hunger Games. Everybody else dies off. <laughs> yeah. She's the last one standing. Everyone else falls into a canyon and doesn't yeah. make it 24 hours. I've made this make- mistake before. Yeah. Maybe she didn't win it, but that's what it said. I, I'm choosing to believe she I, did. I'm choosing to believe yeah. she did. Um... Cards and gifts pour in for Taz. Of course. And every now and then for Danelle as well. Yeah. But mostly Taz. Yeah. Um, a few days after the Today He's got an agent now. Yeah. He's doing, like, uh, what's it called? Motivational talks yeah. around the he's, country. He's going to play Toto in the local production of Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Um, he's in Panto for mm-hmm. sure. A few days after her Today Show interview. So in her Today Show interview. Oh, I missed that. Sorry. But um, they ask. Oh, I can't remember. They, they kind of like ask like, ooh. Like, he's owed a bone. Yeah. Uh, get, and she's like, he's not getting a bone. He's getting, like, five steaks, like, he, or something. Yeah, he's and, getting a whole cow. Yeah. And then, um, a few days after that interview, a large box arrived from Michigan. And when Danelle opened the box, she found a Christmas stocking with Taz's name embroidered on it oh. with a stuffed Santa inside. And underneath that, dry ice and five pounds of hormone-free edged rib, aged rib steaks. Fucking hell. He's eating like a cake. Uh, but Dorothy's like, where's my fucking steak? <laughs> yes, the dog's there, yeah. sure, but the fucking rescue crew wouldn't be there without me. Yeah. Am I not, snooping? You're just not as adorable, Dorothy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, Dorothy. Uh, Taz is just so much cuter. He also won a number of awards, including <laughs> an award for his valour from the National Society for the Ethical Treatment of Pets, the RSPCA National Hero Dog, Award, um, the National Hero Dog Award from the Society of the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals in Los Angeles, and the Oprah Winfrey Show, and now Julia Stenton, named Taz a real-life lassie. Yeah! You were way ahead. Way ahead. Yeah. Uh, Danelle's survival was reenacted on the show I Shouldn't Be Alive on Netflix, um, and she received multiple emails from around the world. She said some details were off. She was like, that woman was lifting... Her torso far higher than I was able to. Yeah. Um, and she said it made her a little bit annoyed, but in all, they did a good job telling the story and she found it interesting that it impacted so many people. Yeah. Um, Coach Nelly, as Danelle is known in the world of adventure events, uh, she used to organise endurance events galore uh, before her own personal endurance trial, mm. uh, but now just, ru- uh, just runs the Moab Trail Marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, whilst also running Utah's oldest restaurant with her husband. Uh, so she returns to the trail where the accident happened when organizing the marathon, because it's in the same area, and it goes right by the spot. Um, she has anxiety approaching it, but says once she's there now, she's not nervous anymore. Uh, the first okay. four years, she'd go back and be super scared approaching it. Yeah. But now feels more emotions of sadness, like, wow, this is what happened in this mm. spot. Um, Taz also went back to the area but what just wasn't really that bothered um until apparently she lay down in the spot to like lie and then he was like what are you doing <laughs> not again <laughs> don't do this not to me again, again. 
Oh, Taz has got PTSD. <laughs> yeah. Um, she admits she still thinks about it and doesn't run like she used to. Mm. And the cold weather does bring back bad memories. But um, although she's a little slower now, she still continues to hike, run and cycle outdoors and often takes her sons out hiking with her. Um, now, though, she always lets people know where she's going. She takes Good. extra belongings, including her phone, I hope. And she doesn't go out for as far or as long. Mm-hmm. Um, she lived with Taz and then an extra edition of her husband's dog, Boo, for 13 years until Taz sadly died um, in the spring of 2019 after a very long um, and happy life. Oh, so Danelle had rescued him as a puppy and he had in turn returned the favour. Oh, I'm going to cry. What a happy ending. Uh, he is sorely missed. And that is the story of Danelle... Balangi and Taz the Wonder Dog. Wow. I actually have tears in my eyes. That's amazing. What an incredible story. What a story. I guess we can't put And what a dog. I can't we can't put living things in the survival toolkit, can we? So I guess Dog whistle to see if any dogs are about. (laughs) (laughs) Um I guess the shower cap. It's got to be the shower cap. The shower cap. cap was quite good. Because she did actually have it. Or like, you can't put a sit-up in either. No. What would be a sit-up? Like, maybe just one of those little things that you can't be bothered to serve. So you put on your abs and it goes... <laughs> I feel like that really would have done some damage with the internal bleeding. A vibrating <laughs> yeah, yeah, pouch yeah, yeah. On, your, sure. on your stomach. Sure. Um, or, you know, bum bag, stir. It's an option. Mm. Uh, ibuprofen. I can't, couldn't say it then. Ibuprofen? Yeah. Um, I don't think that ibuprofen did much, I'll be honest. No. Having her water bottle was good. Yes. Um, quite a lot of things Yeah. got her through this one. I think shower cap is most... Um, fun. Fun and unique. It is unique. To this. We've got water. But it was so Taz. Why can't I we know. Taz in it? I know. Okay, can we find a dog-themed shower cap? Perfect. Absolutely perfect. That's going in. The perfect item, the perfect story. Are you ready for a listener story? Can it beat that? I mean, it is dog themed. Is it? Yeah, oh I God. have found one that is dog themed. This is a full so, dog themed episode. Yes. I'm freaking chuffed. Uh, if you have a Success. worst case scenario, if there's dogs in it, even better. Yeah. Um, but we'll take anything at this point. Uh, you can send them in to... At this early stage of the podcast, we'll take anything. We will take literally anything. Anything you've survived. Uh, send them to help at wcspod.com. Okay. Uh, hi, Julian Abby. Love the podcast. Yay. Also, please send your... Imagine, how much you love the podcast. So imagine really if they're like, hi, Julian Abby. Hate the podcast. Hate the, but I really want to send you this story. But like, I love me and my story. Yeah, so. enjoy the story. Um, a more lighthearted survival story... As a child, I lived in Texas. I was 12 and took my small dog for a walk around the block. What kind of dog? Give me the breed. I know, I don't, I don't have it, I'm afraid. Please, Please Sophie, please tell us what the dog was. Um, I was attempting to do a cheerleading routine whilst walking him. What? I mean, it's unorthodox, but you walk him how you like. Okay. And he decided to chase a car. (laughs) I went flying as Seems he pulled. Related. Have you seen those videos of people? You know, you know those ring door or door, like doorbell cameras. 
Yeah. I, I seem to get, my TikTok is flooded with pictures of, pe- of like videos of people who are about to take their dog for a walk. So they're just locking their door and are holding the lead with the other hand and then the dog sees something and then oh, all of a sudden they're just like squirrel out of shot. It's so funny. Um, so that's what I'm imagining has <laughs> I, happened I want to find those. here. They're, oh, they're hours of fun. So he's off chasing a car. I went flying as he pulled, landed so hard I couldn't get up, and some older kids had to run down the road after my dog. The dog's gone. The dog's oh fully God. gone. This is not a Taz. <laughs> this dog is not concerned. I was so embarrassed, but they helped me up and took us both home. I was so bruised. Wait, where is she? Oh, she's, she's around the block. block. She's Sorry. walking the dog around the block. I was still in doorbell land. She's not yeah, by her she's around, no, Yeah, she's around. Uh, so I was so bruised, but had no visible marks. The next day, my PE teacher insisted I play American football. I cried, lifting my arm above my head to throw the ball, and only then did she decide I should sit this one out. Uh, and that's from Sophie. Thank Aww. you, Sophie. What's the dog? Yeah, please also, send this. How, how is this dog strong enough to pull her over? Oh, they always are. What, even a chihuahua? If you're not, well, maybe not a chihuahua. But she said small dog. She did say small the dog. The size of the dog is actually quite important to But know. if you're doing To whether cheer- I'm going to feel bad for her or not. If you're doing a cheerleading routine, <laughs> um, I feel like probably... Which I am always. If you're halfway through a handstand, I don't think it would take much to like pull you off balance. I think so, a so small dog, dog will so do it. So the dog just went running down the street? Yeah. And she was on the floor? The dog was chasing a car and it pulled her over. The, the jolt safe. pulled her over because right. she was too busy doing her and the kids five, just six, seven, eights. Yeah. I had to protect myself from a dog. Is this going to be another thing that we have to cut? I, I don't because know. we are so running out of time. <laughs> okay. I don't think so. Okay. Because this wasn't, I wasn't at fault. Okay. So we were borrowing another dog. Right? Yeah. And this dog, lovely dog, brilliant dog, just yeah. all around, good natured, good, big, substantial dog. Mm. And uh, we were walking down the street. And these tiny dogs appeared with some real, I guess, size issues mm. with this dog. And, and, and the dog we were walking was just like, what the hell's going on? Like, what's your problem? And yeah. these little dogs went like mental at it. Luckily, one was on a lead, so it couldn't go anywhere, but it was like really going at it. This other one came running after and was like getting up all in him, like trying mm. to go at him. Yeah. To the point where I had to like, look, I don't want to say on a podcast that I kicked a dog. I didn't kick a dog. But I had to like put my foot in and like push the dog you away kicked a dog. from us. Sounds like you kicked a dog. It sounds I, very much like you, you I kept kicked contact, a dog. Though. I kept and it was a side of a foot. Fuck. And then I had to like pick this dog up and like the, the lady was like, oh, just like grab him. I was like, this shouldn't. I was like, if you can't control about your dog, her, about her about dog, about her dog. How about you come and grab him? Right. But she was holding the aggress- even more oh. aggressive one. Oh, and she I, had two. Oh. I was like, what? What? You, your dog shouldn't be off lead if you can't control your dog. Yeah. And like, we were so lucky that our dog, because like, it's not our dog. We don't fully know how it's going to react, but luckily he was really like, chill oh and good, God. but was scared and freaking yeah. out. So I had to push the dog, pick it up, take it back to her. Yeah. Be like, <laughs> be, here's your dog. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm quite like judgy of people who can't look after their dogs, right? Mm. So, you know, I'd give it back, like, mm. sort your fucking dog out. Yeah, and th- and then take we... it out of the dog. <laughs> no, not the dog. But then, I didn't say anything, but, you know, I had, a, I had an attitude. Yeah. And then walked off in a huff, and then mm. we get, like, three doors down, another tiny little dog. Like, I don't know what it was about this street, mm. but we had a lot of small men dog issues. Oh, dear. And, uh, 
that, you're walking down fancy streets you want to go i think that's the thing rougher streets bigger dogs yeah yeah but then nice big dogs yeah but it was crazy it was just mad they're like three dogs all in a row mm. couldn't yeah anyway mad um if you have a survival story <laughs> if you've kicked a dog um God. we don't want to hear from you i don't want to hear from you abby might <laughs> I get this. Abby can sympathise. I am a dog lover. It was very gentle. Yeah. But I had to protect the other dog. Anyway, if you have a survival story, send them to us at WCSPod. No. Help. Help. <laughs> <laughs> at um, Hope you survive another week. Late, Laters. Thanks. Bitch. Bye. <laughs> Get attacked by an angry shark Stuck up a mountain in the dark Pushed up the top of a big landmark Hit by lightning in your local park Caught in a downpour of acid rain Struck by a meteor or a train A proton beam passing through your brain Attacked by that angry shark again Hear how they survive Trampled by a herd of buffalo Chased with an axe by your new friend Joe Buried alive in a pile of snow The worst case no. Oh.